We are the Bride Radio as the voice of the true Bride of Christ. bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army and the kingdom we recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood but with the principalities and the powers of the air we are a ministry of prayer and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe we provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. This is a WATB disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are the Bride Ministries, We Are the Bride Radio, or We Are the Bride Television. Thank you. Welcome to the Bride Time Live Show with your host, Dr. June Knight. Dr. June Knight with WATV TV. Look, I am so happy to be here today in Washington, D.C. Uh, for Bride Time Live. Listen, sir, I'm so excited to have you on the broadcast today and to highlight your life. Uh, he is an author, Bride, so from California, please tell us your name. My name is Gary Heinlein from California. Now, what part of California, Gary? San Diego. San Diego. Now, Gary, um, I want you to talk to us a little bit today about your life. Uh, was you raised in a big family? Was it a Christian home or what? I was raised in a Christian home. Uh, it wasn't a big family, just my brother and I. And uh, had uh, great examples. Uh, my parents, especially my dad. My dad, everybody loved my dad. Aww. And, uh, we called him Pop Heinlein. And uh, just everybody loved to talk. Is the to name him. Heinlein German? Yep, uh, that's what they tell me. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So it's uh, German, and uh, a lot of people ask since I've written books, but they'll say, "Are you the author?" And I, I kind of hesitate because they relate it with Robert A. Heinlein. Uh, science, he's a science fiction writer. Oh, Very popular wow. in the science fiction realm. So yeah. they'll ask me that, and that's well, and they'll ask me if I'm related. And I've been told I'm. A distant cousin somewhere along the line. Oh wow! But I'll say, well, which author are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> so I have to kind of clarify sometimes. Okay, so you came from a family, a good Christian home. It was mm -hmm. just two of you boys, good Christian parents. Mm -hmm. uh, what ended up happening over the years uh, for you to find the Lord? Well, um, being raised in a Christian home, uh, I remember seven years old. Uh, my mom was in. The dining room sewing and she called me in and says uh, Gary have you ever accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior Aww. and I said well no I don't think so and uh, she so she led me in the prayer of salvation 
And I remember doing a somersault across the living room floor, all wow. excited. And uh, since that time, I've uh, walked with the Lord. And um, uh, the way I like to say it is I found God at an early age. I know he found me, but I say I found yeah. God at an early age, and I haven't found anything better. And, wow. Uh, so I've just lived for him all of my life. And uh, praise God. Well, how, what age was you when you discovered that you're actually called to be a writer? What well, how did that right, come I think about? Ministry, because I used to about that age uh, go out to. Uh, we had a little orchard in the back, of the property, and I'd go out there. Was this in California? Yeah, California. Oh, wow. And uh, and I'd go out there and uh, pray, actually pray, and uh, preach to the tr fruit trees. <laughs> I don't think that's crazy. I have done that before. Oh, yeah. I, and I've continued to do that through the years, but that's how I started. Awesome. I, so I figured, oh, I'm probably going to be a minister someday. You know, I just had that thought. Wow. You know? And then it wasn't until really high school, uh, I enjoyed media and, and uh, movies and things like that. So I'd always pretend I was producing a movie or something like that. And uh, But it wasn't until high school that uh, my uh, English teacher was a writer and she had published some several books. And... Uh, so I did assignment and she read it and said, you have the talent to be a writer. And so that always stuck with me through the years. And then I ended up, I remember my mother-in-law when I, my wife, Kathy and I got married, she'd always say, are you called to ministry? And I go, well, I don't think so. So your wife was called, your wife was a Christian as well? Oh yeah, she basically the same thing. Got saved at a young age and Aww. she's walked with the She's Lord. with us, she's behind the camera. Yeah, <laughs> and so. But uh, so that idea of writing was put into me in high school, and but I got busy in ministry and started a novel and never got it finished, and uh, then I went on to write some other books. And that was in high school? That was in high school. Wow, you was already writing in high school. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, so then I went on and uh, wrote some other books, and On Prayer was my first book, uh, and then I wrote a couple other books, and uh, then I finally said, I gotta finish this novel. And so I did. I sat down and wrote it, and I, I thought, well, if I get it done, it's a lifelong goal. If I get it done, if it stinks, at least I did it. Yeah. And so I did. I got it all done, and, and I started handing it out, the manuscript, and and, find, and and all the reviews are people saying they couldn't put it down until they finished it. Wow. And, and I what, What's the name of it? It's Sacrificial Death, A Deadly Game, and it's about a seven-year-old uh, boy that's kidnapped as an act of revenge against his dad. And uh, so they have two mm -hmm. days to find him. And, uh, and like I say, I, I knew I had, I was told I had the talent to write, but I didn't. I was going to say, I see this is a movie. <laughs> well, that's, that's every author's goal. Yeah, dream. Yeah, yeah dream yeah. is to have it made into a movie. But I just, uh, I didn't know if I had the talent, uh, the ability to put enough twists and turns in there. Or did I, I know, put too many? that would be the, yeah. oh. And then, the you know, and then the characterization. But when everybody got done, they said they couldn't put it down until they finished it find out if the son had been found and then they also said well you know they, they start talking about the characters and when they start talking about the characters then you know that you you pulled them into the characterization yes wow that's so, awesome but since then I've been still busy with ministry uh, we've retired from pastoring but you don't retire from ministry right so we're I'm doing a lot of ministry to men's men's groups and men's training sessions and things like that but so I'm supposed to be working on the sequel because I get emails all the time. 
when's the sequel coming out? I, I want to get the sequel. Yes, because I set it up so it, it'd have a sequel. So Now, okay, I'm going to pull on your mentorship a few minutes, okay. if you don't mind. Yeah. Okay, because I'm a writer, and that's one of the things that I really always feared was writing. Uh, but I just did it out of obedience to the Lord. And I know a lot of people, a lot of ministers watching, uh, the Lord has called them to write a book, but they have not obeyed him because they're scared of their writing. Uh, when somebody, when God tells them to write and they have like this seed in their heart of this book, how do they take that seed and get the idea put together to start writing? Can you help us? Well, it's just like you do anything else. If you're going to bake a cake, you get the recipe. You know, or come up with a recipe and then start doing it. Okay. Uh, it'll never, the cake will never get baked unless you first start out with a plan, with a recipe, and then start doing it. In the same way with a book. So if you have a book in your heart, and especially if God's telling you to do it, you know, first thing is ask God, what do you want me to put into it? And that's what I do when I'm writing. I call it an inspirational book or a training yeah. book. Yeah. I'll say, Lord, what needs to be? It's the same way as preparing a sermon. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, what do you want? What needs to be said to the people? What do you want me to say? So it's the same way in writing a book. What do you want in it? A lot of people ask me, like on the novel, uh, I, for me, it's kind of like seeing a movie in my mind. Yeah, I yeah. just see it as a movie and I start writing it out. And so then it just goes there. And then in this course of the changes as it go along, it's kind of hard when you, you get in the middle of it and then you got to make a change. So you got to go back and make sure. That's why I was just about to ask that. How oh, yeah. do you keep the thing going? Like, yeah, you just have to go back and make sure everything oh, fits and all, but so it's work. Uh, one, yeah. one major author, I was, I forgot who it was even, but major, major author, he says if if you think writing is fun, then you've only written one or two books. Yeah, really. It's work. I agree. And it, it is. is. I, I Just even after writing the first novel and working on the second one, it's work to think, you know, the plot and put it all together. For me, especially the second one, it's been difficult because, you know, it can't just be the same plot over when, you know, it's a sequel. Yeah. Uh, you know, because uh, I just, well, I'll give a little away here that... Uh, the villain gets away at the end. So he's because you know back. people when they're, like these people who's been contacting you and emailing you, when they read a book or they watch a movie, they're paying attention to all the details. And this is what's hard about being a writer because if you're turning around and you're saying, you know, like say if you're writing a love story about a couple and you're saying every morning when they was together and they would go out and it's a beautiful blue sky. And then, you know, every Wednesday it was like this. And so in the reader's mind, they're thinking it should be this way every time. So then when the big, you know, scene happens and you don't describe that, it's, you know what I mean? It's like the little stuff uh, that would disappoint because maybe you forgot that. Yeah, but that's you forgot I, that detail. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's why for me, I'm a very slow writer because I, I, it's like a painter. I'll, I'll put the sketch there and then I'm putting it in oh, oh, need a little more color here, a little more color. I'll spend maybe two, three, four, five hours on one paragraph yeah. to say, does it really say what I want? And then of course, like you said, to get the actual, you get into a big scene, it's gotta be you know the right description. And mm -hmm. so really when I write, I know where I'm going basically, but 
I'll do a chapter and I won't stop until I know that chapter is the way I want it. So there may be, you know, 10, 20 rewrites on it. Yeah. You know, and then when I feel like, okay, it's done, then I move on to the next chapter. But going back to the beginning, when you have a minister and God's told them to write, and then they sit down, let's say God told them to write about miracles because they've had miracles happen in their family or whatever. Okay, so they sit down and they're like, uh, you know, do I do it like an outline? You know, so do you do an outline? Yeah, I usually do an outline. Not the novel books, but yeah, just a, the... A regular yeah. uh, inspirational or a... Yeah, there you book. go, I, I'm facing that even right now. As I, the, God's taken us, in, taken us into a ministry, especially myself, into a ministry for men, teaching men. Mm -hmm. And it's constantly, what do men need? I'm a man, but yet what do other men need? Because yeah. we're not all the same, but yet there's a generality, you know, that uh, things that they need to know. Yeah. And so as I look at that, and of course look at scripture, what you know, you look at scripture and know what they, but I have to make that outline. Mm -hmm. You know, what I is the yeah, yeah, it has to be an outline and then look at it. Uh, and it's, again, it's very similar to a sermon. You, you prepare your outline, but then you might say, well, this needs to go in the beginning. This needs yeah. to go here. So you're switching things around until they get into the right order. Well, same thing writing a book. You, know, you may have certain chapters, but all of a sudden you think, no, that chapter needs to go over here because right. they need to hear that first. Well, another thing that really haunts writers, uh, which you may have battled this, I don't know, but is knowing when to stop. Yeah. Because they'll get to the end and then they'll say, oh, you know, I should have put this, and then they go back in, they do another chapter, and it's like a never-ending cycle of keep writing. Yeah. How do they ever come to peace and then just stop it? Uh, I think that it's just got to, you've got to know pretty much how it's going to end. I, I hear a lot of writers, they'll talk about, they know the ending, and then they work backwards. Yeah. A lot of writers do that. Uh, I knew the general idea of where I was beginning, and then where I was ending, it's the middle of it I had to figure out. And that's why, right. like we already said, that if I make a change, then I gotta go back and make sure it fits with what I've already written. Yeah. And also a lot of times there's change and also a lot